today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Lots of chatter of late in regard to gun crimes, uh, speci- uh, specifically handgun crimes in southern Ontario. A uh, big problem, obviously, in Toronto. However, uh, new stats coming out. Two-thirds of gun crimes in Hamilton have gone unsolved. The spec did a piece on this. Uh, Hamilton has not laid charges in 70% of the shootings in the city in the past five years. To talk about this and gun crime in general, Ju Young Lee is with us, Associate Professor of Sociology, University of Toronto and a gun violence expert and is with us now. Uh, Ju Young, thanks so much for taking the time to join us. Why does it appear that we're talking about this now more than we have in the past? Well, I think that there's a new awareness emerging in Canada about uh, you know, the gun violence problem in this country. And for many years in Canada, there's been this narrative about how gun violence is really an American phenomenon. It's something that Americans have to deal with. And while that remains true, that Americans experience a higher rate of gun violence than Canadians, I think that the shootings that have happened in very public places in Toronto, Canada's largest city, have got people thinking really carefully about you know, what we need to do moving forward and that this is actually also a Canadian problem. What about the argument that, you know, it's just got to the point where you know, uh, Toronto's become uh, a major city in North America, southern Ontario's a very populated area. Obviously, we've been hiding, uh, hiding behind the excuse of the United States, as you mentioned, for a long time. Uh, do, are, we, are, are we complacent just as long as our numbers are below that of the United States? I think that that's part of what happens in the aftermath of shootings that happened in the U.S. And, you know, in all honesty, it's, it's not hard to, to see the U.S. as a negative case, as an exemplar of what you don't want to aspire to. Um, as an expat, I, you know, I've been in Canada for about seven years now, and I'm continuously discouraged by things that are happening in the States, you know, related to gun violence. So... I think that that's part of the narrative, but I'm, I'm happy to see that politicians across Canada are now talking about uh, how, how Canadians can also reduce gun violence here. There was a part of the uh, of the mythology as well, always where these guns initially originated from. And everybody said, well, the problem is, is they keep coming across the uh, border from the big bad U.S. There's not much we can do about it. We're doing our best, but it's all their fault, not ours. But now there seems to be information suggesting, suggesting that the origin of these guns not necessarily always from the United States. Yes, that's true. And I think that one thing I would say from the outset is that we don't have the best data nationally and and certainly not over time to really um, quantify the percentage. Uh, Most of what we have are reports from local police departments that run a trace on the whereabouts and origins of firearms that they pick up during arrests and seizures. And for many years, police departments were reporting to the RCMP that the vast majority of these firearms are traceable back to the U.S., but uh, some local de- police departments have started reporting that uh, guns are also originating in Canada, and I think that that shouldn't come as a surprise because many of the same firearms are uh, available here. You talked about a shortage uh, of data. How do we get more of that? Because it seems that, yeah, we just don't have the data. Nobody seems to be interested in cultivating that, though, uh, and obviously that is a significant part of this discussion. Definitely. I think that it begins at the federal level. There needs to be a federal mandate to study this. It, it needs to be headed by 
groups of researchers who are invested in this as a, a lifelong project of theirs. The data that we do have, though, show that uh, you know, homicide clearance rates have been declining pretty significantly since the 60s. Um, you know, around the 1960s, clearance rates at the federal level were close to 90%. Now, in 2018, uh, nationally, they've dropped significantly down. Now, you know, there's estimates that between 2000 and 2010, only 56% of firearm-related homicides were cleared in, in the country. So, I think that this is reflecting a general skepticism towards police, and it's really, it, it also shows that there needs to be more efforts to bring police and community members into closer dialogue. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.